Welcome to Heart Health with board-certified cardiologist and internal medicine specialist, Dr. Franklin Weefald. Heart Health is a local call-in health show designed to educate and inform you of the most up-to-date information for not only maintaining a healthy heart, but a healthy body. Call us with your health questions at 919-860-9783. This is Heart Health, and if you have a, uh, a smartphone, I would like you right now to just go ahead and set an alarm for next week at 4 o'clock, because we're doing this every Saturday at 4. Or, you know, they can listen to us on the smartphones. Listen on the smartphone. WPTF.com. Right. Listen in. Or go to iTunes and if get you, If get you search there. Heart Health, yep. all of our shows are on there as podcasts. Wonderful. Uh, my name is Dave Alexander. This is Dr. Franklin Weefald. He is a cardiologist and internal medicine specialist. He's taken your calls, and the waiting room is empty. At 919-860-9783, and we have to follow up on a couple of things. One is going to sound like we're two weeks behind, but in fact, this story broke. Nora O'Donnell of CBS News, this story broke just after we finished our last live show two Saturdays ago. Tonight, some disturbing news. A North Carolina man has died from eating a brain-eating amoeba. Officials say 59-year-old Eddie Gray got infected swimming at a water park. I think what she did is she just saw the word eating, and she inserted it in the wrong part of the story. She said eating? Yeah, she said eating an amoeba. I think you ingest it, but it's not about getting in your stomach, is it? No. Okay, it's a terrible story, and you you need to tell me. If he had eaten that water, he'd be fine. So The problem is he snorted it. Now... What I mean by that is not that he's some kind of bad person snorting something, yeah. you know how that is. But when you get into stagnant water, there are, I mean, if you looked at a cup full of water from any place under a microscope, teeming with organisms, sure, even pool water, especially pool water, that's chlorinated. And if it's not chlorinated well enough, yeah. then you're gonna have amoeba in there. Now, what are amoeba? They're not bacteria. They are organism, and they look kind of gross. They look kind of like an egg shape, yeah. and they got all these little hairy things on them, and they swim around real fast. Yeah. Well, he got it up his nose, and why is that a problem? Because there, there are ve- venous connections from the area in the top part of your sinuses right to your brain. See, that's why these oh, drug really? addicts, yeah, that's why the drug addicts want to snort Percocets, because that oxycodone goes straight to your brain. Okay. Well, the problem is if you get bad water that has amoeba in it, amoebae is the term, amoeba as we all call it. But anyway, the amoeba will swim into your brain, into your meninges, which are the, is the covering, because that venous system is shared with the areas of your nose. Yeah. And they start to eat your brain. And it's really, I mean, you know, that's a bad day. And I feel for this man's family yes. because at a water park, you assume the water's going to be completely sterile. And so this is the point. Most of these infections, and they're extremely rare, maybe mm-hmm. 10 people a year. Okay. They happen in lake water, uh, pond water, and it's mostly standing water, especially after there's been a heavy rainstorm. It washes the dirty things into it and then heat afterwards. Because yes. then the water warms and these amoeba grow. Now, do I 
Do I want people not to swim in lakes? No. Do I want people not to enjoy themselves? No. But it's really important that you don't get a bunch of water up your nose. Now, I don't know what the risk would be if you did. I don't know the percentage risk. But you just want to be careful when you're in these lakes and in these water parks. Now, if, you know, yeah. they have these um, artificial surf things. Yeah. And they hit you in the face. Sure. And you get water up your nose. The best thing to do, okay, is get out of the pool, blow your nose. And even if you if you don't have this, is like a saline spray, yeah. spray your nose out, clean it out. Now, what's the risk? Infinitesimal. I mean, that's why this is news. That's why this makes CBS. Yes. But it's a real problem. Now- if you swim in pond water and you start to get a headache, it doesn't necessarily mean you have an amoeba attack, mm-hmm. but go see your doctor. There are very rarely some medicines that work against amoebas. Um, it's not 100%, but at least you know. And right. I, I think that was a really important thing for to be on CBS News and right. for us to talk about because it was North Carolina, but it's rare. It's really and rare. If and you it's just in think- the nose, not what you eat. Because the amoebas yeah. will die immediately from the acid in your stomach. Yeah. You don't have to worry about ingesting that kind of water. Now, bacteria, such as, you know, E. coli um, and, and salmonella, they can survive the stomach, but the amoebas can't. All right. This is Heart Health. You're hearing from Dr. Franklin Weefald, and he'll answer your questions as best as he can. At 919-860-9783. The other story that has come out is about eastern equine encephalitis. Now, it sounds like it's a horse disease. It's not fun. Um, Mosquitoes can carry a lot of bad things. Yeah. And there is a virus. It's called eastern equine encephalitis virus. And it, it basically happens after you've been bitten by a mosquito that carries this virus. How does it carry it? Because it bites you. It takes a little bit of your blood, flies off to another unsuspecting victim, bites them, and a little bit of blood is exchanged. And so that's how you get it. And it attacks, again, the meninges, the covering of your brain, and then it goes into the brain itself. That's extremely rare, too. 10 cases in the United States last year, three of them are fatal. And there's no back, there's no antibiotic, there's no antiviral medication for this. It's right. basically supportive care. And a lot of these people get sick and they don't know it. They get dehydrated. That hurts. They don't eat. Um, and the most important thing is supportive care. And so I think this leads to another thing is how do you keep the mosquitoes away? I mean, and have you ever been to Disney World? No, no. Disney World is famous for Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And for waiting in line. Yes, yes. But it's also famous for the fact that there are no mosquitoes. I bet you our listeners can't find a single person who's been bitten by a mosquito at Disney World. Now, I used to think that it was all the chemicals and stuff that they sprayed. Well, guess what? They don't spray. Um, There's no standing water. And this is the thing I think that people should know for their own homes. Yeah. Is that garbage can with the lid turned up that's full of water? Yeah. Mosquitoes. Okay. The uh, flower beds that are wet all the time with standing water? Mosquitoes. Okay. Mosquitoes breed in standing water. So the most important thing, number one, if you don't want mosquitoes in your house, is get rid of all standing water. Go find out if that air conditioner has dripping water that just sits there. The mosquitoes will breed there. Now, if that doesn't help, you know the best thing? 
it's a CO2 producing mosquito killer. They love carbon dioxide. Yeah. And so you buy these things, they're like 300, 400 bucks, and you put them in the way back of your yard. It runs on propane gas. Yeah, yeah. It produces CO2. Right. It attracts them and zaps them. But I think Eastern Equine Encephalitis Virus, what I read and what I want to pass on is get rid of standing water or get some guy dressed up in a Mickey Mouse outfit. He'll scare him away, <laughs> just like at Disney World. Just like, yeah, they actually, they, they put DDT in the paint yeah. When they open the park. Okay, just be that's, well, that's wait a minute. Didn't somebody teach us that DDT is what killed off the polio virus? I don't yeah, that, yeah. Was, Remember that, that was on this show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Just in case we haven't scared you enough, on today's show, we're also going to talk about your pets and whether it's safe to be licked by them. We're gonna talk about <laughs> I mean that was in the news. Well, the best story is, is it's safe to be kissed, kissed by Dave Alexander. Just not by his dog. <laughs> After he's kissed his That's dog. That's right. Um, also, heart disease, psoriasis, and cardiac patients, why you should get your flu shot. These are on the plan. Well, we also plan to take phone calls at 919-860-9783. Call right now. We'll get you in the waiting room. We'll get you on the air in just a few moments. Heart Health News Radio 680 WPTF. Now back to Heart Health with Dr. Franklin Weefold on AM 680 WPTF. Where the telephone number is 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. And people may have wondered where we were last week. We were on the radio, but it was a best of, you know, is a previously broadcast you know what what show was it which one was it i don't know i wasn't around well that's, that's not right the whole aren't idea. you supposed to monitor these no, repeats? Not really. i was in newburgh newburgh newburn Newb- no you're pronouncing it wrong what it's newburn newburn okay if you're from i was newburn and they and you hear newburn you're in trouble dr weefald was at a cardiothoracic uh some get-together with other doctors where he met and discussed important advances in medicine. I was at a radio convention where I learned the latest techniques in turning on the microphone before you talk. (laughs) Okay. It It took all weekend, but it was a fun time. Okay, slow learner. Flu shots. Yeah. I know. I actually work for a company where I have to. Well, good. I have to get a flu shot. Good. Everybody, unless they get an exemption, and it's, it's rare to get them, gets a flu shot. Well, you know what happened last year? What? So many people did not get the flu shot. Yeah. And I talked to a friend of mine who's a primary care physician, and people would call and say, I have the flu. Can I come in? And you know what he'd say? Yeah. No. You stay away. Yeah. I don't want that in my Go office. Go to the lab and get a swab, <laughs> and I'll put you on, um, you know, Tamiflu. Yeah. Okay. Tamiflu is a pretty good medicine. It it helps to lower the symptoms and and make it less um, intense. Mm-hmm. And if somebody in in your family gets the flu, then and you haven't had your flu shot, then you can take Tamiflu prophylactically. But I'm going to tell everybody who's listening. Yeah. Get a flu shot. Now you say. Ah, uh, don't listen to the anti-vaxxers, okay? Yeah. The only people who can't get flu shots are people who are allergic to eggs. 
because they grow the, the virus in an egg. And there's a very real, uh, rare but real possibility you get an, an infection. Yeah. I have so many of my patients who refuse to get the flu shot because they say, one year I got it, and it gave me the flu. Okay, now the flu they think of as, you know, stomach flu, yeah. I got the flu, flu. Those are not influenza. Okay, influenza is horrible. And you, you, it's not a cold. It's not, uh, you know, stomach things where you vomit and things like that. Influenza is a very serious illness caused by a virus. And there are many different types. Um, sometimes you hear H1N1. Okay, H is a type of protein on it. N is another type of protein. Why is that important? Because the people who make these viruses have to guess a year ahead of time which flu is going to hit us. So you've heard of swine flu. Yeah. Well, H1N1 was a form of swine flu that was really deadly. And so they, they guess what H and they guess what N and they make a few of them, they mix them together and they make these vaccines. And the vaccine cannot give you the flu. It's not a live virus. Um, you have to take the shot so that your body builds up antibodies. Yeah. Those are little tiny proteins that latch on to the, the virus's coats and kill it. Yeah. And it can't give you the flu. Now, you might get you know, a, a local inflammation, but I think most of the time people tell me they don't want to get it because they're afraid of a shot. And that's not yeah. so bad. I mean, people are afraid of needles. That's when they were kids, you know, they would yep. get stuck and they'd hurt and they'd have this bad thing. Now, why is it important for your heart health to get a flu shot. People think, well, wait a minute. The flu is against the flu. The flu is bad. I mean, you get a cough, you get your lungs full of fluid, you get these horrible bone-shaking chills, yeah. bone aches. It's a bad disease. Yep. And what it does is it causes generalized inflammation. We've talked about inflammation on the show. That's when your immune system starts signaling itself. So you have the red cell, the white cells, neutrophils signaling the macrophages, signaling these other cells to produce other things. And that's what causes, for example, the redness around a bug bite. There's inflammation. The uh, arteries are opening up to allow more blood flow in, so you get more infection-fighting cells. Yeah. Well, we've talked about these cholesterol plaques. Now, a heart attack's not caused by a slow buildup of cholesterol. In fact, most of the heart attacks are caused by blockages that never give you a problem. They're 40% blocking, 25% blocking, and the thing is they're young. So when they're young plaques, they have a very thin cap so a plaque, think of it like a chocolate-covered cherry. Okay. The chocolate covers a liquid center that has mm, a cherry in the middle. Yeah. So just imagine the young chocolates okay. have a, a thin cap. Thin, thin but, layer of chocolate? But an old oh chocolate has can a it, thick cap. While I'm imagining this, can it be dark chocolate? Yes. Okay. So thanks. what happens, you have that chocolate-covered cherry inside your artery. Yes. The inflammation starts to melt the chocolate. Yeah. And when the inner liquid is exposed to the bloodstream, the blood... Is that, yeah. is that the white creamy stuff? Yes. Okay, good. And what happens is, is that the artery thinks it's bleeding because there's a, there's a gap in the, in the smooth lining. Yeah. It clots it. Okay. And that's a bad thing because when it clots the artery or the, the clots the plaque, yeah. it blocks off the flow of blood and you have what's called a heart attack, a myocardial infarction, the heart muscle starts to die. All because you got the flu. Right. 
So if you don't get the flu, you can't get an inflammatory-related heart attack. So a 35-year-old man drops out of a heart attack, and they say, well, wait a minute. He didn't have any chest discomfort beforehand. That's exactly right, because his blockage was only 25%, and somehow it got inflamed and cracked and caused a clot. So many of you out there are going to be hesitant to get the flu shot. If you are a diabetic, if you've had a heart attack before, if you are being treated for high blood pressure and high cholesterol, it's very important you get a uh, a flu shot, not just to prevent the flu, but to prevent yourself from having an inflammation-associated heart attack. And you should also get those chocolates when they're available. Uh, Chocolate-covered cherries. They're really good. Go ahead and get them. That's, Otherwise, you know, it, that's a really when patients want to know what a cholesterol plaque is yeah. like. It's a really good thing because everybody knows they bite into a chocolate cherry. It has a cap, it has a liquid center, yeah. and then there's a hard thing underneath called a cherry. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And you want to prevent a mitochondrial infraction? Yes. Oh my gosh! But you don't want to break the cherry, the chocolate. If you that's your order. Oh no! You eat the whole in whole. Just yeah, gobble absolutely. Whole. Put them in the fridge. They're better that way. Uh, listen, there's also something about psoriasis. Yes, okay. Medicine. Psoriasis is really a bad disease. Um, if you have it, it can it can cause skin inflammation Yeah. and skin irritation, and you get these bad rashes. It, it also, do you know Phil Mickelson, the golfer? Yeah, yeah. He has advertised, uh, I believe the drug is Enbro, and he's advertised for this drug. Yeah. And he's one of the few celebrities who've advertised for a drug that he actually takes. And it's an amazing thing. This Enbrel is an anti-inflammatory monoclonal antibody. And forgive me, even though I know most things, I can't remember what it's targeted against. But it's targeted against one of these inflammatory signals that is known to be important in the development of psoriasis. So you have this inflammatory signal that's way in overdrive. And it causes the immune cells to attack your skin. But in Phil's case, it was a little bit of the skin, but it was his back. Uh-huh. So he got inflammation in his back. He had horrible back pain, and he couldn't do the uh, full turn. Sure. So he went to his doc. The doc was smart, found out what he had, is giving him this Enbrel, which is an injection in your skin. I don't know if it's once a month, twice a month, but he can play golf again. Now, here's the great thing. Yeah. The studies have shown, and I like, you know, I, don't w- I want you to know when somebody says studies have shown, you have to ask yourself, are they good studies or bad studies? I can tell you right now it's a good study and that people who uh, had psoriasis, psoriatic arthritis, all the different things who got an Enbrel type drug had a lower risk of heart attack. And that's amazing because of this inflammation business. So again, the heart attacks aren't caused by the slow, gradual buildup of a really tight blockage. Okay. The heart attacks are caused when the blockage is not very big and it has a very thin cap. The cap breaks because inside the the cholesterol plaque are a lot of immune cells. They're trying to reduce the amount of blockage and they chew up some of the cholesterol and stuff. Well, when that inflammatory marker is there, it crosses the cap, it activates the inside of the plaque and it bursts and forms a clot. So this is another example of reducing inflammation. Yeah. Reduces the risk of heart attack. So we talked about the flu, you get this infection, there's inflammation and you have a heart attack. Yeah. Well, you have psoriasis and the reason why you have psoriasis is your inflammation system's messed up and your auto 
attacking your skin and your back, reduce that abnormal amount of inflammatory signal, and you reduce the total inflammation, the psoriasis gets better, the back doesn't hurt, and you have a lower risk of a heart attack. I keep seeing in you know the casual magazines about heart health things this this idea of inflammation would i know if i had inflammation i mean is that the same thing usually as usually not my, my joints hurting well, and okay so there's and, a, there's several types of arthritis yeah. and you know there's osteoarthritis which is where your bones have just worn out yeah there is inflammation associated with that but it's usually not a systemic problem but if you have rheumatoid arthritis and yeah. that's where it's it's an autoimmune disease so you have your own immune cells attacking your um, body and and uh, what's that called? Cartilage. Yeah. And that gets worn out. He's and, asking and me. And so we know now that there's going to be a new treatment for heart. And that's going to be a specific injection to prevent inflammation in heart patients. It's coming. All right. They're if, doing all the studies. If you have questions about any of this or something your doctor told you that you would just like Dr. Weefold to talk about, we are here for another half hour. This is Heart Health News Radio 680 WPTF. Now back to Heart Health with Dr. Franklin Weefold on AM 680 WPTF. And the telephone number is 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. Phone lines are open. We can take your phone calls. Dr. Weefall does not diagnose by radio. In fact, if you had a radio doctor who diagnosed by the radio and turn by off the, the phone, radio. turn it yeah. off. Don't, don't listen to that person. On the other hand, he can give you some, some decent advice, some Topics to yeah, talk. I mean, like education sure. and information. Yeah. But the most important thing that I'm going to tell you, if you have questions about a particular condition, I'll tell you what I know about it. Yeah. But the most important thing you're going to do is use that information and discuss it with your physician. I'm not going to say your doctor is wrong. He should be doing this. I'm going to mm-hmm. say, okay, this is what I know about your condition. This is what, you know, we're going to do. And in my practice, I get second opinions all the time. And I'm talking about they come to me for a second opinion. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's always afraid, I'll make my doctor feel bad, I'll hurt his feelings. Yeah. And what I try, and, the, and you know what else I say? Don't tell my doctor I came to see you. Right. If you have a doctor who doesn't want a second opinion, it's time to get a new doctor. Yeah. You know, my patients have had second opinions for the last 30 years. Now, because I'm the world's greatest doctor, they, yeah, well, they sure. never tell me I'm wrong. Now, right. I'm just kidding about that. They get the correct answer first. Well, the reason why a second opinion is great in my feeling is if there's any doubt in a patient's mind yeah. about what I've discussed with them and what I've recommended. Now, you notice I don't tell them what to do. I discuss, mm-hmm. I instruct, and I recommend. Now, right. if they are not feeling comfortable with that, I want them to get a second opinion. Yeah. Because it's very important to have that backing uh, when you're trying to help somebody who's really sick. And you know by name most of the medicines out there. Sure. So if somebody's got a bottle of something that says, you know, I'm not sure what I'm taking and this for. And what does for. it do? What does it do? Yeah. But what I, what I won't do is what the People's Pharmacy does. And I, I'm going to say this, and I don't care if they don't like me. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you it's a bad medicine. 
I'm not going to tell you that it's going to make your hair fall out. I'm not going to tell you that you should be eating juniper berries instead. Yeah. I'm a big believer in medicine, and medicine has revolutionized the world. I mean, mm-hmm. we've saved billions, and I'm not saying millions, billions of lives sure. with medicine. So I'm going to teach you and, and help you to understand what your medicine is doing. I might say what the potential risks are, but not like the people's pharmacy, where I'm going to harangue you and say that you're taking drugs? You know, yeah. what I say, when, and people have this feeling, and it make, it's so sad. I have a guy who had heart attacks and he's got artificial limbs and he's, you know, doing great for 90, Yeah, you know? Sure, he walks a little bit with a limp. He's taking six pills. And he comes in to tell me, he says, Doc, do I have to take these these chemicals? And so last time I said, I said, why is this concern you? He says, oh, my daughter's on me all the time. Yeah. That I should be on natural. So you know what I told him? Yeah. I said, you're doing pretty good now, right? But you've got a, unnatural hip yep. you've got an unnatural stent yep. you're taking you know medicines that are unnatural why mm-hmm. because you got sick as all get out naturally okay yes, yes you did yes <laughs> yes you did so don't be afraid of medicines medicines are good and don't tell anybody i mean don't let anybody tell you that oh you know make a shame it's called medicine shaming okay yeah. uh, some will say well hey i'm all natural you're full of chemicals, yeah. you know, and then you can tell them, yeah, but I'm a nice guy and you're a jerk, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't let anybody medicine shame you. Medicines are good. Medicines are our friend. Remember yeah. that old commercial for DuPont without chemicals, <laughs> life itself would be impossible. Yes. It's true. Yes. It's true. Yes. All okay. right. 919-860-9783. Get a bottle of pills. Get to your me. phone. Call us up, 919-860-9783. Can I let my dog lick my face? Sure. I, there was something. We, yeah, we no. had the article. Okay, there, a woman actually lost limbs. Limbs. Because a dog yeah. licked her and the dog had some sort of yuck. Well, and, and it's unfortunate. In the saliva. Um, because all dogs have this in their saliva. Yeah. It's really, really, I'm looking for, oh, capnocytophagia. That's a bacteria yeah. in dog saliva. Yeah. Now, there again, a handful of cases. They're fatal. And, and I will say this, okay. Yeah. She had a scratch and uh-huh. she said the dog licked her scratch. Yep. Now, that's the assumption, Um, because it's, you know, she can remember this and all this other stuff. I'm going to assume that's correct. Yeah. It could be something else. It could be that something she doesn't remember, but yes, your dog can infect you. That's why when you get a dog bite, you should go to the doctor. Dog bites are not healthy, but you know what's worse? What? A human bite. Really? If you're bit by, oh my God. Yeah. Because those are, those are bacteria that can kill you. Those, um, Especially someone with bad teeth. Sure. Because they have these anaerobic bacteria that, that just live near the gum line. And, I mean, they get in your bloodstream. That can cause sepsis, too. Yeah. But if you get a dog bite, the, the DF2 is a bacteria that's really dangerous. It's, it's more known than this other one. Now, I feel really sorry for this woman. And, but I'm not going to tell you to be afraid of your dog licking you. Yeah. You know, because it's so rare. Well, it's and, rare okay. that it goes bad. Remember the, the, the headline 
education thing. If dog bites man, that's not news. That's right. Yes. But if man bites dog, that's yes. news. Yes. Well, if dog licks you and you die, that's news. It's rare. Extremely rare. My dog licks one of us yeah. every all the time. day yeah. all I the wake time. up in the middle of the night to know he's got to pee because he's licking my face. Well, there you go. Neil and Raleigh, thank you very much for joining us on Heart of Health on WPTF. Hey Neil. Yes, this is. Yeah, hey, how you doing? This is this is a funny story, but it's about you know, I I'm I'm a distance runner, right? Yeah. So I do the I do the marathon. I do the half marathon. But the thing was funny was now I used to do my long run, right? I used to have two or three hot dogs, right? And when when I would do the run, I would have all this energy, and I used to think it was. From the fat and the hot dogs, you know, give me more energy, you know, more endurance. Sure. On the fat, but but it was, I was reading stuff. Does the doctor know anything about sodium nitrate? Yeah, a whole lot. Sodium nitrate. A whole lot, yeah. Do you, Neil, think that it's the sodium nitrate that's giving you the energy? Well, they said that, I was reading stuff on it, they said that it's supposed to increase the blood flow. Yeah. Okay, let let me tell you, you're, you're absolutely right. Nitrates are what we put on people's, uh, or, or it's the nitroglycerin, the nitrate. It yeah. does increase the blood flow. But you want to know something about your hot dogs, Neil? What was that? You were right about the hot dog, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but I, at first, I No, I it's, it was from it's the, the hot dog, okay? The hot yeah. dog gave you energy, and why is that? People don't realize that fat is a really good source of energy. Now, it doesn't hit you right away, but if you have a couple of hot dogs before you run, as long as, long as you got an iron stomach, yeah, yeah, then you're yeah. not gonna puke from having a full stomach. But you're right, a hot dog is a good source of quick energy from fat. So I would say this, um, you were absolutely right that the hot dog gave you the energy. Now, sometimes what you can do if you really wanna run well, is the night before you carb load. So eat a big plate of spaghetti the night before. You get a good night's sleep, and then when you get up a couple of hours to let some digestion happen, have three or four hot dogs. What the heck? Yeah, but but, uh, you you, you heard about with the sodium nitrate to open the arteries, right? Yeah, but the the amount of sodium nitrate in there is so small. Why is there sodium nitrate? It's a preservative, okay? So ni- sodium nitrate is is like uh, you remember in the old days when they'd kill a bar, you know, out in the wilderness, and they yeah. salt it. Yes, right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because there's no refrigerator, so salt, like sodium nitrate, is a very convenient and inexpensive way to cure or preserve a hot mm-hmm. dog. So you know, I don't know who this guy was, but I don't think he's right. Now I mean, that doesn't mean that I know I'm right, but I know that fat is good for energy, and so have a hot dog. Now, are you ever going to find another cardiologist who's going to tell you to have a hot dog? No. Eat your hot dog. Neil. No, no, but that's, but that's, but that's 40. Neil, you've gotten yes. the be- – this is the best call ever because you've gotten permission to drink beer and eat hot dogs. Go to Nathan's. It's the best hot dog ever. Oh, Nathan's. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's – I. You sound like, have you been to New York? Have you been to New York City? He's visited. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I'm in New York. Oh, great. I go to New York <laughs> for three reasons, okay? 
Number one, the Chinese food. Yeah. Num- uh-huh. Number two, the Broadway shows. Yeah. And number uh-huh. three, the hot dog vendors on the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a better hot dog? Well, Nathan's is good, but you walk up to these hot dog vendors and you look <laughs> and they open up the thing and they're hot dogs floating in this briny stuff. Yes. You put, I put ketchup, onions, chili on two of them and they're gone in 30 seconds. Yes. Yes, you do. Yep. He's well, not a heavy guy. The hot dogs, then. That's what it was, then. All right. <laughs> it's the hot dogs, and don't and don't be ashamed of it either. Don't let. No, no, no. no. Yeah, and don't let these health nuts, hot dogs, shame you. Okay. No, no, I, no. That's that, now I know where it was from. I know that's that's that was my my main thing every time I had a long run was two or three hot dogs with, with the buns. <laughs> Next time you're eating one, think of me. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Think of us. Thank you, Neil. You have a good day. God bless you. That's one of the best calls we ever got. And next segment, we are going to compare the health benefits of pork rinds and pork cracklins. I've always wanted to to know know which one's better. Which one's better? Doesn't matter. They're good for you. They're good for you. There you go. You're not getting that kind of advice anywhere else on the radio dial. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. News Radio 680 WPTF and Heart Health. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout. Come on now, don't forget to say you will. This is Heart Health, 919-860-9783. And the shout-out segment uh, includes some... Some people who are doing some good events yeah, coming I, up. We're gonna we're, we're actually gonna do this. Yeah. Um, the Triangle Heart Walk from the American Heart Association, a company, a company, an organization near and dear to my heart. And put this on your calendar, September twenty second, which is a Sunday. Yeah. And you check in at twelve thirty. We start walking at two o'clock. It's only one mile. Okay, now. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. They, it's going to be called, we're going to have our own team. And, you know, it's really interesting. They, they need to make $3 million. That's their goal. So far, they've got $1.2 million. But here's the thing. Yeah. They have a list on the website of all the companies and how much they've donated. So who would you think donated more, Duke University or Advanced Auto Parts? I, I, I don't know. Duke. Advanced Auto Parts. Really? Yeah. What a great place. Go right now. Yeah. And buy your auto parts from Advanced Auto Parts. I I, I always ask for genuine yeah. GM parts. I drive okay, a so, Toyota, but I still so ask Duke for GM. Duke has thirty three thousand. Yeah, beating the heck out of UNC. Yeah. All right, now there are teams. Wait, wait, wait. Who's beating who? Duke is beating UNC. Oh boy. Yeah. So listen, they have teams, and the top team so far is EECO. I don't know what that is. All right, so we're announcing now. Yeah. Team Heart Health. It's going to be Team. Alexander Weefald. That sounds like my cousin, but it's not. Anyway, <laughs> if you want to join our team, you can donate whatever you want. If you donate, you know, a kiss, that's fine. David doesn't even charge for kisses anymore. Uh, yeah, so, drweefald at gmail.com. Yeah. And sign up, and you can bring your dollar or whatever it is. This is not for how much we raise, but just to show how much we care. You will get a T-shirt. Yeah. That has Dave Alexander's face on it with a target. Okay. Now, (laughs) 
It'll just say Team Alexander Weefald Heart Health. Yeah. And then we'll have the American Heart Association symbol on it. It'll be white. Put your size. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get really? the T-shirts. I have a friend who does this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so if there are only five people, I'll probably put the individual's name on there. Oh, sure. Embroidered. But it'll be nice yeah. for us to show up in force and support heart research. Okay. Yeah. And so we're going to shout out. Um, after well, it's the 22nd, so oh, we September. will not be broadcast. That's a Sunday. We will not be broadcasting live, but we will have a our you know handy dandy super high fidelity recorder. Yeah, and we'll let you you know it, we'll interview some of our people who are on our team. We'll interview some of the celebrities that are there. Yeah, you know you can get my autograph. <laughs> you know I'm being silly today. Sure, yeah. But I really want people to sign up. Yeah. You get your T-shirt. It'll say Team Alexander Weefald Heart Health. Right. It'll have the American Heart Association symbol on it. And listen, you don't have to donate. I've donated $999. Yes. David Alexander donated the dollar. And so he bought me a Mountain Dew today. And he said, that's my dollar. (laughs) There's a little bit of an inequality between the radio guy and the cardiologist. I just have to say it. Yeah. It's the um, way it is. All right. So that's the heart walk. That's coming up. By the way, telephone number here, 919-860-9783. Call right now. Uh, Kids Expo is also we'll be there. coming up in September. Yep. That's early in September. Um, it's is that a this, Saturday? It's actually 7th and 8th, so I guess it's a uh, Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So we'll be there broadcasting live? Want to? We can be. That'll yeah. be fun. We can be. Yeah. The uh, the the other event that we're talking about uh, being a part of is the 31st annual Thad and Alice Your Walk for Hope. You remember that when we were at the Man Expo, we talked to a young lady who was associated with this group, and we agreed to be there, even Fantastic. though it's a, even though it's a Sunday thing. Well, listen. It's in October. I'll be there. Yeah. As I said in Hawaii Five O. Be there. Aloha. I want to give a shout out because I actually spent, over the last couple of weekends, I've been traveling North Carolina. I just, I love doing this with my wife. We Uh just drive forever. We were in Asheville. One of my favorite places. Uh, It was the yoga festival. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yoga? (laughs) Wait a minute. You do yoga? No. No. We didn't know it was going to be the yoga festival. My idea of a nightmare is you in yoga pants. Absolutely. Oh, my God. But I, I bought some mindful and intentional vinegar-based elixir, locally sourced, uh, fair trade, and I've been drinking it, and it's I'm super healthy. I really am. Vinegar elixir. Yeah, vinegar elixir. All right, I'll try good it. Stuff. Let me tell you something. Vinegar can't hurt you. Okay. okay? All right. Uh, here, you know another use for that stuff? Swimmer's ear. People don't realize this. Sure. Yeah. White vinegar is what I use, but swimmer's ear is caused by Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Yeah, I knew that. That's why it's green crap. Pseudomonas. Pseudomonas. Pseudo. 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 Monas. Monas. Aruja. Aruja. Nosa. Yeah. Okay, that's a bacteria. It's a, anyway. But if you want to get rid of swimmer's ear, you put a couple drops in there a couple times a day, and it's the official medicine, acetic acid. That's yeah. what vinegar is. So use your white vinegar, dilute it up, or else it'll burn. Put about five drops in there. Now, if you're prone to swimmer's ear, 
mm-hmm. do that before you swim. Makes it sense. It works. And, you Makes know, sense. people accuse me of being a drug pusher with these, you know, medicinal things. Yeah. It's natural. Sure it is. Yeah. And I really didn't buy any elixir. But I'll tell you what, there was a whole, they will charge you $20 for a pint of these things. Yeah. You know, all whole natural, homeopathic, uh, yeah. vinegar-based, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know what I will say this, is what's amazing to me is how many of my patients really get upset if they have to pay $30 copay for medicine. Yeah. And then yeah. they come in, I, t- I make everybody bring in their medicines mm-hmm. and the things that they take over the counter. Yeah. And so they have a little bag of medicine. Yeah. And they say, this costs me $30 copay, $10 copay. Yeah. And they get really mad. And then you know what's inside that big bag? It's $300 yeah. a month worth yeah. of vitamins and herbal. No, they call them herbal. Yes. Herbal supplements. Herbal supplements. <laughs> and so, you know, what I tell them is that it can't hurt you, except in the pocketbook. Okay? Yeah. Now, we talked about this before. There are some supplements that have scientific basis, like turmeric. It yeah. really does work, and there okay. are studies ongoing. They already know how it reduces inflammation, so that's good. Chondroitin sulfate really does help the joints. Yeah. So we talked about that. That was from our intern, uh, Madeline Amato, and she was going to be on today. Yeah. But guess what? What? She got sick. She prompt no. <laughs> this is what kind of a person she is. She promised a friend. Yeah. Months ago, before she became our intern, that she would help this friend move. Yeah. Well, and so. Good. You know, what does that what does that tell you? I if feel she's a as, good person. I feel as if that's a better thing than being here. Well, no, that's good to be true to your word. All right. Steve in Chatham County. Steve, so glad you're called. How can you help us or how can we help you? Well, one thing I can help you with is let you know that vinegar is great stuff. Vinegar is great stuff, it he is. says. No, I listen. It really I'm, is. It is My really good stuff. No, I agree. In fact, um, there is a vinegar, that uh, acetic acid thing that they use on wounds. Yeah. Works very well. Right. Okay. Um, now, some people drink it. Do you drink it? Yeah, and I'll tell you what. My grandfather drank a bottle a day. He would sip yeah. on it throughout the day. Yeah. Wow. And that's, it's, listen, I'm not going to dissuade you. I think that... There may be some evidence that the acetic acid, what it may do, and they're studying this, is yeah. that it may change the bad bacteria in, or the, the mix of the bad versus good bacteria in yeah. your gut. Yeah. And they're, <clears throat> they're actually making uh, a study of this to see whether acetic acid, now if you don't like to drink it, they actually do make vinegar capsules. Okay, and I can't. T- I tried to drink vinegar once because yeah. someone was telling me about it. It just was too much. Yeah. So they make vinegar capsules. Now I'm not going to dissuade you. Uh, I think anything in excess may hurt. So if you drink a gallon of vinegar today, I'm not going to recommend that. Yeah. But if you're drinking a little bit of vinegar every day, it might be helpful. Now one thing you don't want to do. Okay. Vinegar is acid, and I saw somebody in the emergency room once who was a vinegar wow. drinker. And was drinking vinegar, and his friend poked him in the side, and he started laughing, and he aspirated the vinegar. Oh, no. So it's okay in your stomach, but it's lousy in your lung. So if you're going to drink it, just be careful. Don't let your wife or your best friend poke you in the side so you aspirate. Right. 
But I do agree so, with you. It could be very good for I'll you. I'll tell you what, though. The best way to use vinegar yeah. is put it on barbecue. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> now, l- listen, okay? Listen, listen. My yeah, kids yeah, come yeah. in from out of town. Quick question. Mike, no, have, yeah. He's got, I'm sorry. I have a, a widow maker. Okay. Know, I know what you're I'm talking about. Blocking. Yeah. Steve, you've and, got um, one minute. Less than that. Okay. Real quick. They were going to put a stent in, but they said, no, you know, at this point, you're only at about 35% blockage. Okay. Yeah. What is the threshold? When do I really start worrying about that? The percentage? The amount of blockage. You're right. Then what do they tell you yours was? My hearing's really 30 bad. Thirty-something percent. Oh, uh, let me tell you what she should do, okay? Is not worry about it at all. A uh, 30% blockage will not cause chest pain and angina, but it could lead to a heart attack in the future. So go to your doctor, get on something for cholesterol if you can take it, keep your blood pressure under control, keep your sugar under control, and you'll be fine. We'll be back next week, 4 o'clock Saturday, on News Radio 680 WPTF. The proceeding was meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action on what was just discussed, consult your medical doctor.